everyone, and welcome to another edition of Talking Tigs. I'm your host, Scott Gerard. Joined as always by my co-host Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Uh, we got a I don't know, it's kind of a weird episode. We got a lot to get into. Not so much sports as you might suspect. Uh, but I feel like we're all going to have a lot of free time on our hands. So it's probably a good time to go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Talking Tigs. We're also on Facebook as the Talking Tigs podcast. And you can find us on iTunes and Spotify as well uh, because you're going to need content. You're going to be sitting at home. Uh, no work, no play, no sports of any kind for a long time. Uh, I guess we're going to get into all that and more. Um, I did want to check in with my co-host first. Um, I, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you guys are washing your hands for 20 seconds and social distancing yourselves accordingly. But other than that, how are you guys doing? Well, yeah, I guess I feel fine. I don't know. Like it's weird. It's a weird time to be alive. But other than that, everything's okay. You know, and, and I, you know, and all the listeners out there, I'd say just strap in because we're going to be the closest thing you can get to LSU sports for, for a while. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, I guess everything's okay on the home front. Right. Yeah. We're going to pause the podcast now for 20 seconds for you to go wash your hands and then you can come <laughs> back and uh, enjoy the rest. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Everything that's happened in the past week, everything's going on so fast. You can hardly even, really reacts to the news cycle before something else comes out that seems even more outrageous than the previous thing. And it, uh, it's just getting blown up so quickly. And I guess rightfully so we don't know the, the true final extent of how things will go as far as the disease and it's uh, far reaching aspects. It already has basically shut down the worldwide sports pantheon, which is kind of bad news for a sports podcast like us, but it's a little bit more than that. Obviously, everyone affected out there economically, work, and all like that. So I guess we can dive a little bit deeper into how it's affected all of our lives and the lives of everyone around us. Yeah, and I think most everyone knows already how it's affected because, you know, unless you've been under a rock or something, everyone unless you start knows. Unless you've been social distancing before they told you to social distance. <laughs> Uh, but sports are canceled. Um, I, you know, it's, even if you don't follow sports, you know, that pretty much all sporting events are canceled. Even the ones that don't even require any sort of close contact, like golf, like the masters has been postponed. And that's just one guy with one, you know, with his own clubs, touching his own ball for the sport and you know, to, to touch anybody, but it's canceled. Um, I guess we, we all thought we might see something, you know, cause the, uh, you know, there was talk of them having the tournament without, a, uh, without attendance. They were going to do that with that golden state warriors game. But then I don't know, you can just see how rapidly these things are changing in the span of 24 hours. It went to, yeah, we might just have the games without attendance. The golden state warriors are doing it tomorrow night to, uh, we're just going to cancel everything. So, uh, I don't know. It's, um, I don't even know how to describe it because when I first told this, heard all this, I thought this is just way overreaction. But it's—I don't know. I guess it's for for the safety of of everyone. And the sooner we overreact, the sooner it will stop spreading. So maybe I don't know if this virus uh, doesn't it spread 
any farther than it already has, things will calm down and they can start to reinstate some things, you know, just given the time involved. It's a bummer. So uh, I don't know. I guess we'll start with you, Tommy. Um, I don't know, man. How's, uh, you know, what's your take on all this? How's it affected you personally? I mean, I don't know. I keep going. I guess I I kind of uh, go back and forth between like, first I thought, oh, this thing's nothing. Like, this is just a flu. Like, everybody's overreacting. And then I started thinking about like, oh, maybe, maybe they're just not telling us everything. What do they know that we don't? Exactly. Collapsing. Right. Like the, the, you know, 15 days without, without, uh, people are out there buying everything. Like we went to Trader Joe's today and like (sighs) everything's gone. There's no bread, no nothing, no eggs, no like frozen food, all that's gone. And so, uh, it's very strange. It's like a weird, I don't know. It's very weird to me. Um, I don't really get it. But then again, I guess like, <laughs> I guess, I guess I don't, and again, it does like, I don't know, maybe they know something I don't, maybe I'm taking it too, uh, too lightly. Right. And then, and with the cancellation, all the sports, uh, you know, at first I was like, like when they canceled the tournament, the basketball tournament, like that was terrible. And that baseball, you know, I was, I knew that was the, there to come or probably coming next, but you know, now like the worst part in my, in my eyes is like, they're talking about football and you know, they're talking about July, August being when, when this thing ends. And, uh, I, I just can't even imagine, you know, if we don't have college football next season, we don't have NFL football next year, because the other thing that, that people are kind of, you know, people are talking about is the NFL starts, uh, you know, they start OTAs and all that kind of stuff this spring and then early summer. So, this is not just baseball. It's not just, uh, not just that, ba- you know, it's not just, Oh, we're going to, we're going to skip college basketball. We're going to skip baseball and we'll be good for, we'll be good. Right. You know, yeah. and who knows how long, how long this tale is. Right. Well, not only that, but it's, uh, you know, it could die down now, but you know, kind of like any flu, it's going to start up again in the fall. So I, I don't even know if, if what they're saying, it could go until July or August. Yeah. But then, even if we have a lull, it could start right back up again. And but like at that point, so like they always talk about, they're talking about this curve thing, like flattening the curve. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like eventually it'll get to the, isn't it kind of like where once we get to like the point where it's like 50, more than 50% of the people have it, like it's kind of over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If more uh, people have it, then don't, then like there's, there's not as much like, like you're on the other side of that, that, that curve. Mm-hmm. The, the hill right and we're right. on the downside because it's like everybody has the flu everyone if you've had the flu once you have you have it because it's a virus or whatever mm-hmm. yeah but this but this one just seems to be more contagious or at least it's yeah it's just transmitted transmitted differently so that's why it's like uh you know just going to a game it, it's totally different because people could have it on them like i could i could be fine i could go to watch a game come home and I would not have anything, but it could be on my clothes. And then I hug my wife and then somehow she gets it. And then, you know, that's, that's where it starts. And then now they're saying, uh, well, you know, if, if anyone in your family has it, everybody stay, stay home. home. Yeah. Yeah. No, just I, get, I get that point. I just mean like, like if I already have it, then I can't go get it again. I have it. Right. It but with you. But you could you could spread it so easily without even knowing it. I think is the issue this time. If you know if people had a flu, 
as long as they didn't sneeze right into your face or you touch something that they've obviously contaminated, that's mm-hmm. different. But it's, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's definitely an eye opener because, I mean, I I was uh, I don't know. I guess you could say paranoid, but you know, like at sporting events, if you're at a big stadium and a you know, and you're going to the bathroom, like I was already practicing some of this. Like if, even if you wash your hands, it's like you can see guys leave a bathroom without washing your hands and then they're grabbing the handle yeah. you know to right go back. So, sorry about that no it's all right so the, these guys will you know they'll grab the handle to leave and you just saw that so if that's happening all around the stadium you can see how easily something like this or even lesser would transmit so i, I hope it it just opens our eyes moving forward so that we can you know anticipate some of this so that we don't have to cancel all the sports for the for an entire year uh you know to to prevent spread it's kind of weird that like this doesn't happen that often though yeah no yeah exactly aren't there a ton of like viruses out there you know you would you would think that you would think that this would be like a pretty common thing you would think well it's like we've had it you know this is just that lucky yeah i don't know well daniel what um i don't know what what's what's your you know why don't you uh chime in here what's you know what are your thoughts on uh, we were just talking about you know how NFL has been affected. And now they're talking about fall football. And, you know, at first we were thinking, oh, man, that sucks. We don't have the tournament. But now you're going to take college football and pro football away from us? At that point, it's it's not even worth living. Yeah. Ish, <laughs> Ish got real. Ish got too real, and we don't want to deal with it. So what, what do you say, Daniel? Yeah, it's, I'm no uh, medical or public health expert here, so you take these opinions with a grain of salt. Always do. It's really hard to predict kind of when things may get back to quote unquote like normal. Or if they will. Yeah, exactly. Because initially it's like, all right, maybe April or then May. And then now it's the summer because, oh, the summer is going to kill the virus and then we'll be good for the fall. But then you don't really know how everything being like shut down for close to six months will affect everything as a whole so then it might be hard to kind of just launch back into football season like nothing ever happened really and then by that time people may be so paranoid about it they'll be looking forward to the next coronavirus season that started in december or maybe even november in china uh so i mean this type of thing has happened before, obviously on a different scale, like the SARS and the MERS virus and the the swine flu and whatnot. So uh, I think it'll eventually kind of wrap up here. It's recording now on, on March 16th. So it'll probably get a little, it'll get worse before it gets better, but I don't see a future where it doesn't at least get better within the foreseeable future, to be honest. So, okay, I want you to stake a claim, put it, put a date on it. When is it going to be better, Daniel? What's your definition of better? You're the one who defined better. You said it's going to be better before it's worse, or no, it's worse before it's better. Would you want to say that, like something like Let's the CDC, the CDC or the World Health Organization calls the virus contained or something like that? Yeah, let's let's try to let's try to. I mean, let's take this. Let's make like a, a some sort of over under type date. Uh, uh, I think the CDC will announce that the virus has been contained. I guess the over under would be probably like so. It's March sixteenth now. I would say maybe July first. July first. Oh lord. Ooh, uh, that's that's a long shot. I'm gonna go with the under, but I'm gonna take this virus against the spread. <laughs> if you can do that, I don't know how that works. So you think uh, it'll be contained sooner than July 1st or later? Sooner. All right. We'll see how that goes. 
Mm-hmm. Thing, so, so, so that what was interesting was uh, we were looking at it, and until today, the uh, the Kentucky Derby was was announced, or what, they were like they hadn't changed the date. I think they just changed it to September five, which is very depressing for me because I wanted oh. that May Kentucky Derby so bad. Got to get so, that in look. So yeah, if you if you, if you had a different. If you didn't have an audience, that'd be one concern. But what is it? They just even still like all the behind the scenes people. They don't want all of them at the same place because now the CDC says no gatherings of more than ten. I mean, well, yeah, you got more than ten jockeys out there. Yeah, exactly. Plus, so, plus the connections, plus the horses. You, but they're only the horses, like they're only like horses five feet know what tall. to do. do they count as a whole person. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's a good point. Um, I don't know. It might be are especially... jockeys even people? Oh, guys. Yes, they are. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I'm going to set my foot down here. I would say, though, the horses know what to do. Um, just let them run around the track without the jockeys. That, that would definitely draw viewers. Think about it. It'd be like a dog race. Horses. That, too. Like a There's grand one over race. here in um, it's Victory Land out here in Alabama. I might go check that out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but wait. No, I can't. You Not can't. Well, no, you could, you, could, <laughs> you could do it as long as there are, like, nine dogs and you. <laughs> right. Oh, jeez. Uh, but <laughs> so, you know, it's out of everyone's control. And like I said, we're all in this together, but, um, just if you, so LSU's not going to have their spring game. Uh, the A's, Scott Woodward said that he expects there won't be an SEC baseball tournaments. Uh, students have been sent home. Um, and there's not going to be any in-person recruiting. So I don't think time is going to see coach O going down i12 again anytime soon uh but they can do virtual they which what they said was as much as the i guess the current bylaws allow but i'm thinking in this case they should loosen those so the coaches can uh can do more virtual recruiting since obviously they can't do in person uh we can talk about that if you want to but um they're also going to seek eligibility for these spring athletes whose seasons have been canceled and they're also considering fall ball sports uh, like basketball, whose season didn't actually finish, which that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I doubt I doubt he would stay, but you know who knows? Maybe that would be that's another year for Skylar Mays if he wanted it to. You know, if you think about it, so uh, that that opens up some interesting possibilities. Um, and what the interesting thing that Scott Woodward said to me, or he didn't say it to me. Um, <clears throat> he said it. To, yeah, he, did. he said it to everybody <laughs> at, a press, at a press conference. No, uh, the interesting thing to me that Scott Woodward said to everybody at a press conference was that they could, they could kind of see this coming just based on what was happening internationally. So it's like how, these guys, like you were saying, Tommy, what do they know? They must know something. It's like, well, yeah, I think so. They're, you know, the, the higher ups can look at patterns and see how that's going to affect things. But also, I don't know. They just, maybe they just knew it was, it was going to be inevitable and it appears to be so. Yeah, kind of going back to your point on the the eligibility front. So the NCAA said that all spring athletes, like you said, baseball and uh, whatever other major ones, they do get extra eligibility for all years, not just the seniors. So like if there was a guy who's a junior right now, then he can come back for two more years or whatever. And then so that kind of creates some interesting dynamics where maybe some seniors come back or some people stay on later and then you create some sort of super teams in the future, which would be kind of weird. Although it's almost like a Corona red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a medical red shirt, but um, 
And the, um, I don't know how, if there's any like superstars that I don't imagine they would be coming back to college as long as the NBA is still a, an option at this point. Um, who knows? But at this point, the NBA is not even going to exist. Adam Silver will cancel the NBA forever <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> Yeah, the NBA is so closely linked to China. I wonder how they're kind of picturing all this. But um, yeah, and then they haven't announced about the winter sports. I think basketball and gymnastics are the two major ones there. But uh, yeah, I would imagine that they give them an extra year of eligibility. Like, If I was a player, I don't know if I would want to just, I mean, maybe you love your sport, then you just want to play no matter what. But like if I graduated this year, would I just want to sit around for six months or nine months just to come back and play and kind of delay the rest of my life if I wasn't going pro in whatever sport? I don't really know. So hopefully, I mean, I, think I, I would. Especially yeah, I mean, if you have a competitive team. Yeah, I, I guess it's better like if you're coming back on whatever Duke or Kentucky basketball or something, you can compete for a championship. But if you're on, uh, I don't know, some tiny school and they got destroyed last year. Like, do you really want to come back and, and suffer again? I'm not sure, but I guess we'll, that's up to all the players and uh, good luck to them in making that decision. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would, like you said, if the NBA was calling and the numbers were good, then of course I would do that. But you know, if I was a, just looking to finish my degree or just wanted another year of free room and board and meals, um, I might do that. Or, you know, if like, if it was a graduate transfer, uh, I mean, if we are talking about getting into football, uh, I mean, think about some of these grad transfers, they already have a degree and they're just, you know, they're just going to classes basically to keep playing football. So until they get drafted, but some of these guys, they could probably finish their masters with that extra year. Of eligibility. That's true. So I, I don't know. I, if I was, you know, cause some of these guys, like, um, I forget what Skylar Mays, isn't he majoring in something crazy? Like, astrophysics or i don't know it's something crazy like that there was a biology and then i think he switched to kinesiology okay thank you but like somebody like joshua dobbs who was at a tennessee the quarterback Uh he was uh he was actually majoring in i believe astrophysics or or something like that but that's one of those guys where yeah if like he um had another half year of eligibility but then got another full year you could maybe complete your your master work in like a year and a half maybe you know if you're going through summer classes because that's what they do anyways but anyway that was just a thought because you asked why would why would they do that that's just a reason for some of these guys you know it's a free master's degree who could uh who could beat that well also daniel i mean you know as well as i do who wants to go out and get in the working world you don't have to if you get the opportunity just to just to live it up for one exactly. more year, yeah, one more exactly. ride. i completely feel that my uh, personal <laughs> employment it's not been interrupted so far by the virus, but it has been a bit of a, uh, I mean, drama everywhere. So I may be in quarantine at home by the next time we record, we shall see. But as of now, still on the grind. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I risked my life and limb this morning, went to work, was the first one there as usual. And uh, just, you know, opened the doors, went in to get, get my work done and then got the text that, Hey, we're all working from home today. <laughs> so I had to drive home. So that was kind of disappointing. Uh, right. don't, don't know if I'll be quarantined tomorrow or not. That's another interesting point, which, uh, this could, you know, bleed into the sports world, but imagine all these jobs out there where, you know, people probably wanted to try and work from home or virtually a little bit, but their employers said, uh, you know, we can't really do that. But now pretty much everyone in America that can is forced to work from home. So that's something to think about moving forward. Um, but 
I had this thought too. How lucky is it that, you know, because this started back in, I think, officially November, right? Mm-hmm. Like the in first China. case. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's only LSU just barely got that title in there before this thing really started hitting the fan. Could you imagine if right before LSU was about to play for a title, they said, Four nah. games canceled. We're done. We would have lost it. LSU. Like, oh my god, we're right on the cusp of of greatness, and then nothing. Like right, like like we'll say like January tenth, they come out and they say like we're not going to hold the national championship, and then little like a few few uh, days later, it comes out that Saban took a took a special trip to China. Right, <laughs> some recruiting trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Dude. as it stands, what if LSU becomes the last college football national champion of all time? Ever. Yeah, could that'd be kind of depressing to be honest, but hey, but we we, that means we like will always be national champions, like forever (laughs) in perpetuity, right? You know, the the interesting thing that I've been thinking about is like, so let's just say this plays out like kind of worst case scenario, like or no, not worst case scenario, I guess like on par with what the CDC and everybody says, where it's like, okay, we don't really get back to normal till like July or August, so what program would and maybe this is a good question for josh because josh lemoyne friend of the podcast uh because he i think he probably knows a lot more about the programs uh you know training or whatever but like what program is, is equipped to basically plug and play you know what i mean because i think there's going to be an advantage to whoever can get up and running and ready to play game you know game speed the quickest with the least amount of like resources and the least amount of practice. Cause like, you know, you're not going to have a spring that spring's gone. Spring ball is gone. And you'll, you might have an abbreviated summer, summer camp. So, you know, would a team would a team like, Hmm. There's gotta be somebody with a already established what? quarterback. I mean, you can't be, I mean, that puts LSU in a bad situation with miles Brennan or whoever ends up being the quarterback, but you want somebody who knows how to, to steer the ship a little bit already, I would imagine. You want a you want a very like uh, AK. Uh, I mean, I think immediately you probably think about Clemson. Oh, for sure. They, they retain a lot of talent. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have to. He doesn't have to go through camp to learn how to throw a football. Um, or or learn his own playbook. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Alabama's uh, Alabama's not the one. They're going to be they're going to be moving forward with a freshman quarterback. Um, maybe, yeah. a team, maybe a team like Florida. I mean, Kyle Trask did pretty well last year in a starting role. Yeah, but he, you know, he only, <laughs> you know, he hadn't started a game since he was a junior in junior varsity. <laughs> I mean, so we, we turned Auburn. that game on earlier. Auburn, Auburn with Bo Nix. Yeah, they did lose a lot of senior talent though. Um, they did. Hmm. They did. I don't know. I know George is starting a new also. Um, Ohio State. So may- yeah. Um, Oklahoma. So Clemson well, no. is pretty much the only one that's going to be – that was in the playoffs. It's even going to have the same quarterback. Unless some freshman phenom comes and unseats Trevor Lawrence. You say that silly, but that's what happened to Kelly Bryant. So <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? Huh. That would be um, interesting, but – yeah. So with all this, you know, there seems to be a lot of, uh, you know, nostalgia and reminiscing about sports past. Uh, we had a poll even. We posted up some, some previous games. But um, 
they've been airing all these old, you know, basketball. Well, tr- they started with basketball, but uh, I've seen some some football games too. I was able to watch the Peach Bowl again uh, in all its glory and Joe Burrow's seven touchdowns in the first half, which is really nice. Uh, do you guys, I don't know, I think you watched the SEC. Was it the SEC title game? Let's see. I watched, I watched a bunch of games this weekend. Watched the SEC title game. I watched, uh, I watched the uh, SEC title game, the Florida game. Uh, what else? I watched something else too. Uh, the, oh, the Bama game. Watched the Bama game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so been watching a lot of uh, a lot of the you know kind of recording games from the, from this past season and then you know seasons before too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's always, you know, there's a lot of, it's interesting. You can find all those, you can find a ton of games. You can't find, you can find the Peach Bowl. I've watched the Peach Bowl too. You can find the Peach Bowl. You cannot find the national championship on it, on YouTube. But um, almost every game you want to watch is probably on YouTube. Mm. I know they yeah. had the uh, national championship game on ESPN demand, uh, at least for a little bit after the title game, because I went back and watched it again. I uh, just had to, but um Daniel, what what about you? What have you uh, what have you watched? I didn't really check Nothing. into it as much. Me, no. I was with Tommy actually when we watched the Florida game uh, from this past season, so that was exciting. But the uh, the poll that we put forward, we the ones we posed were the 2009 College World Series championship versus Texas, obviously mm-hmm. LSU's last baseball championship, the 2006 basketball upset when I believe we were a number nine seed over the number one overall seed Duke Blue Devils. And that was in our eventual run to the final four with uh, Glenn Davis. And then big baby. Oh yeah. And then 2011 football, the nine to six overtime win versus Alabama, the battle of the field goals. And then the, the 2019 championship versus Clemson. And then, so our fans both seem to be football fans and a little bit recency biased because the Clemson game ran away with it. And then the Bama game was number two. But uh, I guess you can't really fault them for that to to see football in all their glory, right? I, I voted for the Bama game um, out of those, but I mean you can't beat the championship either. No, you can't. Um, but there's a lot of good ones there too. Uh, like you could go back to, um, I think it was you know that that all those fourth down like that uh, in the 2007 season. You know those that fourth down game against Florida. Mm-hmm. Jacob Hester. Jacob Hester. Yeah, yeah oh. exactly. Uh, there's the Bluegrass Miracle, the Earthquake game, which I have actually never seen. So this might be a good time to catch up on that because that was slightly before my time. But, uh, you know, maybe some people would say the, uh, you know, the Billy Cannon run against Mississippi that game. Oh, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would also, I would also toss out, I don't know if there's any other basketball there's got to be a game with Shaq or Dale Brown, something, something in that era that's worth it. But uh, for baseball, uh, I think I would go with the, the 1991, I believe it was, uh, Warren Morris's walk-off game against Miami. Uh, just because that one, like, you, you can't top walk-off home run bottom of the ninth, two outs with a guy that's been hurt for most of the season. So mm-hmm. I think I'll go with that one. In a game with the LSU lost, like the, the Arkansas football game in 2007 that we lost in triple overtime that we thought right. had basically ruined the national championship uh, right. hopes before everybody else collapsed. And so that was, a, 
a thriller. Right. I think Skylar Green had like a hundred yard kickoff return for a touchdown or something. Mm-hmm. That was Arkansas had Darren McFadden and Felix Jones uh, in the backfield. Um, what about what about A and M two years ago? Oh yeah, I've been over oh, Lord. scoring game of all time. I have a heart, a heart attack just watching it again. There's also this um, this game. It was a few years ago. Uh, it was when Les Miles was still coaching. I think it was his third to last year. It was a game against Tennessee, and it came down to a fourth down play, and seemingly LSU had lost the game. The clock, but, and then they put it. They put time back on. Yeah, yeah they gave him one more, un, like a untimed down. They gave him one more try, and then they converted, and then they won the game. And I was just stealing victory from the jaws of defeat, and just it was uh, at Tennessee, I believe. So it was just crazy i turned that game off i was so mad and then i i turned it back i turned the score on later just to you know no i knew they were going to lose but then no they they came back and won it uh, that was that was just crazy <sighs> man but um yeah i'd say just the 2019 season that, that'd be like a good binge right about mm-hmm. now you know, no, that would be had that up that would be an awesome binge season just to watch we, the 2019 lsu football so we can so I'll look, I'll look after the podcast. Like, I'm pretty sure ever I've tried to watch, I've watched a lot of the games. Like you can find all the, all the big sec games, except for, and yeah, you can find all the big sec games from this past season. If the sec games are on, I'm sure that the, you know, the Georgia Southerns and the, and the uh, Northwesterns are on. So we, you know, we could go through those again, hopefully all the listeners, you know, Hey, I'm sure y'all y'all are looking for something to watch too. So maybe turn something on. I did see Josh LeMoyne uh, tweeted that on Saturday he was planning on watching the Troy game that we lost, followed by the national championship, which is pretty good. Pretty good little uh, one-two. Right. Um, right. Especially if you're, you know, for, for, from Coach O's perspective. Yeah. Because that was pretty much sealing the deal of, oh, my God, this is the worst tire. But then a few years later he won a title. Can't oh. beat that. You couldn't write that one, actually. True. Uh, oh, speaking of Coach O, uh, did you guys see that video that he put out? <laughs> the, the PSA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Isn't that awesome? It's like uh, Coach O's gotten – he's got me fired up to go four quarters against coronavirus, <laughs> right? That was a great video. <laughs> and I don't know – I don't know what Coach O's uh, political beliefs are, but – I would vote for him in a heartbeat. And I think most of Louisiana would too. Uh, that video was awesome. Yeah. People were saying that he should be like the national representative and like the CDC should put out his statements instead of their, their uh, big wig or whoever it is. And then all of America would have to follow suit. Cause how can you not love that man? Yeah. With, with sure. closed captioning, of course, that would be awesome. Uh, one thing I was kind of thinking of earlier when you were talking, we were talking about kind of how, strange it might be to like launch back into sports when this kind of wraps up is a little bit of the general impact of kind of the the economic i mean we're in a a bear market technically right now and just the fact of people are losing their money and so will they want to go out and spend money on going to sports games and all that type of stuff extraneous maybe extraneous spending at that point so will the sports kind of gloriously just return and then everything will be back to normal or will there be anything kind of larger at play? People might still have a little bit of apprehension about being in the stadium with 50,000 other people who might have something they don't want to contract. I don't know if the media keeps kind of hyping up the, the panic 
like they are now, then certainly I might be a bit hesitant to, to go in there. I mean, you're in that Death Valley bathroom. I mean, who knows uh, what's lurking in the dark corner of that. Look, if you haven't caught something in Death Valley yet, then <laughs> yeah. you're not catching anything yeah. next, next fall. Your body's I mean, built up a pretty good immunity already. It's like an immunity yeah. of steel. Uh, I, to answer your question, though, I think uh, people will want to go back out because they'll want to get back to their sense of normalcy. Uh-huh. And they might, you know, might just look weird. You know, there might be a bunch of people with masks on still and gloves. You know, they're, you know, you can, these masks that guys like that go painting or, you know, they just do a bunch of uh, sanding. Uh, you know, those masks are pretty much good against the, the spread of this virus. So you could just see a bunch of people out there in their Home Depot or these masks that Jack Ma is sending us from China. That's what I'm going to do. I would wear gloves, wear the mask and go to the game. I mean, how else am I going to get it unless I, you know, I'm just hugging everybody, which wouldn't happen normally. So, well, and I mean, I think that like we're all going to get it, right? Like that's what's going to happen. Eventually, we're all going to get it. So, can it be uh, communicated you, via podcast? Well, I, I hate to tell y'all, but I just gave it to you. No, but uh, <laughs> I think that like I don't know. I, I know that I'll be there. I'll be when 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 the when the first game when the first game kicks off, I'll be there. I might be the only person there. Might be a bunch of people in bubbles there. I'll be there. And I probably won't be wearing a bubble. I'm so tired <laughs> of this Corona thing. Like, I want Corona to go away. I'm ready to fight it. Like, I'll, I'll throw hands with Corona single-handedly. And, uh, you know, move on, Corona. Exactly. <clears throat> well, um, I don't know if, you know if there's any, you know, there's no sports to really talk about. I think we've kind of hit on everything. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I mean, we'll, we'll be back next week, even though there's no sports, I'm sure there'll be some insane developments in the next six or seven days. I mean, there has been in the past week, so we'll catch up on that and see kind of how the world is changing. Maybe we're not a sports podcast. We're just a a late breaking news podcast now, but uh, it's all good. Right. Or we're just like a sports history channel, a podcast or something. Yeah, because sports will never happen again. (laughs) (laughs) No one will touch a round object. (laughs) Or it could just go to like this. Um, what was that? That uh, not, it was about uh, Pandora, um, the Avatar movie. Yeah, it would just be Avatar for sports from here on out. What this if guy I just lay in these beds, put on these um, one of those Oculus Rift things, and that's how sports are going to be played from now on? This I is how the real rise of esports happens. I was about to exactly. say, no, Daniel, you literally just took it from me. Like, what if? What if like, you know, people have said like esports is going to be like the new thing. Now I can't imagine watching like, like I, I would not want to watch like a game of whatever League of Legends or something. I probably would not entertain me, but like, what if like they figured it out and like, this is the new, you know what I mean? Like I could imagine, I mean, I've watched, I've watched streams of like Madden or NCAA or like other like sp- sports video games. So like, I could totally see somebody just being like, okay, if you want to tune in, like LSU is going to be playing Alabama on NCAA, check it out on my YouTube channel. Here it goes. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That could be people the thing. Are be people online. People want that, you know, like they're going to like want that, especially if we get to September, I mean, mark my words, if we get to September or if we get to August and nothing, and then they're like, Oh, it's still going to be, then we're going to start streaming. Like we might even start, you know what, guys, I might, I'm putting it on the podcast right now. We might start streaming now. If, if the listeners are interested in us doing some streams of some sort with, you know, either NCAA or 
some old games. We can kind of get in there and, and talk about it because we're all social distancing right now. I'll be glad to, to set up something where we can get on like YouTube and, and put a game on. And, and I mean, if they're already on YouTube, I feel like copyright's fine. So, you know, I'm, I'm down with it. Like, cause I'm just fed up. I'm fed up with all this. Don't, don't go out. Don't, don't talk to people. 10 people or lower. Like, you know what? This is the sec. It means more. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I'm, I'd be down with that. Do some live streaming. Yeah. Let's look into that. Okay. But, uh, for now, was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we, we head out and go, uh, go disinfect ourselves? Uh, I believe that's it. I hope we, uh, provided a little bit of a entertaining break from the, the wild world out there to all our listeners and, uh, we're, we're happy to do it. So we'll be back next week in these trying times and, uh, be, be safe out there, wash your hands and, uh, yeah, go, go hug somebody. No, don't hug. Oh, people. don't, don't, excuse me. Whoa. Do, uh, Daniel, uh, you trying to get people killed out here? I was going to say hug your loved ones. And I uh, gave the completely wrong advice. Go look at Wave them. at your loved ones <laughs> through a screen. Exactly. But yeah. I think that's it. Right on Tommy. Any last words? Uh, my last words well not la- like ultimate last words <laughs> just uh, last, podcast. last words on this podcast yeah uh be watching out we might be streaming there you go um i will just conclude with what everyone has already said uh i heard something interesting today which i thought i would pass along it was uh it was i was in my car a lot today so i was listening to a lot of talk about this and i guess the one interesting thing that i had heard um, it stuck out for me and it wasn't even from, you know, some government expert or like medical doctor. It was just a bus driver. She said, when you get home, you know, everyone's going to wash their hands, obviously, but think about the clothes that you just wore out into the world. It's like what they're saying is this thing can land on you and you can just carry it around without even knowing about it. So when you get home, Burn first your thing clothes. you should do, change, <laughs> get naked right inside, right as you walk inside the door and go shower and you'll be a little bit better off. And that way we can curb this thing and we can get this, what do they call it? We'll flatten the curve and then we will get to sports a lot quicker. Um, so let's hope that works for everybody. Uh, sorry we didn't have more sports talk for you, but there's no sports. But we will surely bring you more when we, when we have something to talk about. But uh, tune in to us next week and uh, we'll, we'll see where we go from here. We're all in this together. And uh, stay safe and stay tuned and go Tigers.